We present I'm Sorry I Haven't a Clue, the antidote to panel games. At the piano is Colin Sell, and your chairman is Humphrey Littleton. Hello again and welcome to the programme in which the cut and thrust of volatile debate fuses with the explosive shafts of sparkling wit in equal parts to form an unparalleled load of rubbish. Let me introduce <laughs> the two teams. On my left, Barry Cryer and Graham Garden. <laughs> On my right, Timbrook Taylor and Willie Rushton. They play a series of games which are utterly pointless until I award points, which I do, as you know, every other week. And the first round we're going to play is the one that we call Last Episode. In this round, the aim is to put the last nail in the coffin of a long-running radio or television show and close the series in one line. Colin Sell will play the theme music and I will award uh, points for something. Barry Cryer is going to start. And Barry, we want you to put the final line to Dad's Army. Captain Mannering, what happens if a doodlebug comes right in here through the window? Stupid boy. <laughs> Excellent. Oh. <laughs> Will you rush to Will you put the final line, please, to upstairs, downstairs? <laughs> Moving to a bungalow. <laughs> uh. Yes, well done, Willie. That puts you in a virtually unassailable position. Graham Garden. Not entirely. I'm still anybody's. <laughs> <laughs> so you are. <laughs> I want no part of it. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Graham Garden. <laughs> That's quite <laughs> Graham, will you put the final line to Blue Peter, please? Well, today on Blue Peter, we're going to see what we can all get up to with a sledgehammer and half a dozen tortoises. <laughs> uh, Tim Brooke Taylor, you've got a job on your hands. We want you to put the final line to Star Trek. Mr. Spock? Yes, Captain. <laughs> it could be, then. Those ears, I find them curiously attractive. <laughs> And at this point in the programme, I ask you to believe that I introduce a round that's played at the end of the programme to give the teams time to think of names for people arriving at the Estate Agents Ball. Have you got that, teams? The Estate Agents Ball. Right. We have to move on now 
to sound charades, and this is where one team has to make noises and the other team must guess what they mean. <laughs> it's otherwise known as, I'm sorry, I haven't a clue. A board will tell the audience uh, what, <laughs> uh, what the charade the teams are doing, and a mystery voice will tell you at home. Graham and Barry's charade is Dirty Harry. Dirty Harry. And you have right. to tell them, first of all, if it's a book, a play, or what it is. Oh, it's a film. It's a film, actually. And do your charade now, please. Right, it's sort of um, uh, all of a piece, really, isn't it? It's, How many? Uh, two words. Two words, but it's all of a piece. The whole thing. Ah, hello, folks. Hello, folks. I've had a bad leg. Let's all dress up as gypsies. You can't get the wood, you know. Mr. Excuse me, Mr. Seacom. Mr. Seacom, I, uh, I, think, I think you ought to have a bath. What, what, what? Thank you. Thank you, ladies, gentlemen, and geese. This is Ingmar Bergman's classic wild raspberries. (laughs) (laughs) Goon. Goon. Goon gone. Goon with wind. Goon with goon. That radio gone mad. (laughs) Mr. Seacom had to have a wash, didn't he? He was. uh, Seacom. 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 Seacom here. Seacom. Scarlet Pimpernel. Goon. Goon washing, gone fishing, gone no, goon, gone, gone. They're awfully near, Graham, aren't they? Awfully yes. near. Can we separate them? Oh, there was a strange, there was a strange song with Anthony Steele before he stiffened up completely. Uh, <laughs> I don't remember Harry that. <laughs> Harry, Harry Black. <laughs> Harry Black. Yeah. Harry, 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 Harry. Harry, 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 no. Harry's getting warmer. Harry, Harry, dirty, no. Very good, and it's your turn to do a charade now, and the board's coming on to say what Tim and Willie's charade is, and those of you listening at home will hear the voice tell you. And Tim and Willie's charade is Dear Octopus. Dear Octopus. Will you tell Graham and Barry if that's a play or a film or a book or uh, anything? Uh, To our knowledge, it's a play. I don't think there's been a film, has there? No, No, it's a play. 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 What's it called? You don't tell it, it's just spell called, it. It's uh, called, ooh, you nearly caught me. No, it's not. It's, it's uh, two words. It's a play, two words, and yeah. we will do a small charade for you um, with both the words sort of in it. Yeah, yeah. Ready, Willie? Yes. Well, I'm not. <laughs> Bristol leg, sir. Um, that leg, please. And that one. Oh, and those three over there. That, uh, that'd be all, sir? Oh, throw in a couple more. Uh, right, that'll be... Forty-seven pounds thirty-five p. Great power! <laughs> That's uh... That's really told them, isn't it? Well, Almost, it's a giveaway. Dead giveaway. Chicken. Chicken leg. Calling me chicken. <laughs> Anything to do with? No, it's obviously not to do with chicken. Due to the lack of hand upon hand. Um, not chicken. It's legs. Uh, oh, legs eleven. Uh, leg, leg. Ah, legs twelve. <laughs> I thought it was getting cold. Again. Getting cold. <clears throat> legs, 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 legs. Legs is obviously. Um, well, yes, it is, isn't it? Of the essence. Yeah. Leg. A leg. play with legs in it. I don't care what it is. Pajama tops. 
Pajama top. Yeah. You went too far with legs 12, I'll tell you. Ah. Le- ah. Is, Le- it, is it sort of a pun, the play on words, the legs use of the word legs? Legs 10. Yeah. Legs. legs. No, it's not. That's a Legs clue. 9. Legs aren't on the card. What? Legs are not on the card. No. But they are. For one very good reason. Feature quite large. In the card. They are. <laughs> legs, legs. They are germane to the, the Greer. Um, <laughs> legs, legs. Yeah, there's a man who comes in and he ordered. How many legs did he order there? Ah, we should ah, ah very good ah. question. 35. They had three legs. What? Th- th- <laughs> we have an audience of enumerates. Will the audience please shout? Uh, 35. Eight. Eight legs. 38 legs. No, he, he ordered eight legs. Eight? Yeah, eight it legs. It cost £47.35 new fee. Ah. £47. <laughs> That's quite a lot. They're no good at division. That's not the thing. You don't have to divide it. <laughs> That's quite a lot, isn't it? <laughs> Ah. ah, a lot. There's a lot need... coming to it. You don't need to clap the clues, you know. <laughs> I wish that gentleman with the lovely laugh would move about a bit. Um, <laughs> Rubbish among your you... octopids. Octo- octopus. Ah. ah, ah, ah. Expensive octopus. Yeah. <laughs> yes. But a wit away from dear octopus. Yeah. <laughs> Forty-seven. By Quite obvious. Smith. I get terrified of silence on radio. <laughs> Quite obvious from the response to that that uh, everybody would like to play another round of those <laughs> that particular charade games. So Graham and Barry, it's your turn to do another charade now. And Graham and Barry's next charade is Phantom of the Opera. Phantom of the Opera. <laughs> Having looked at the board, Barry, will you tell yes, the opposing team whether it's a play or a film or what? Uh, to our knowledge, it's uh, just. A film. I'm not sure about that. Graham disagrees. Uh, book, thank you very much. Gentleman in the book. front row who, who the, the wins author, the coloured television. <laughs> <laughs> See them later. Was it the book of the film or the film of the book, though? Will you please do your... I mean... <coughs> How many words? Will you please do your Four. charade? Four. Yeah. Four? Four. Well, it... Right, here comes the charade. And we're doing them all at once, you know. No, it's messing about. It's just the whole thing. Okay. Tell me, Tom, what do you really like? Well, I'm, an, uh, I'm very keen on uh, La Boheme, yes. uh, Manon Lescott, uh, mm. Tosca, the old barber, of course. You know, yes, like the old yes, barber, the old full barber. of goodies. Eh? And uh, Ada, I like Ada, Ada very much indeed. Rarely away from the garden, nothing personal. Um, and uh, I just wallow in all of it, really. Yeah, I mean, I can't yes. have enough of it, you know. I mean, good heavens. Good Lord. <laughs> I'm going now, eh? I thought you were gone. Is that my coat over there? Thank you for that applause. <laughs> a little-known film called The Git in the Glasses. <laughs> <laughs> Opera, has that got anything to do with it? Oh, dear, dear. Phantom! <laughs> On the opera. And for... Giving your answer in inverse proportion to the length of time it took them to do their charade, I award you 100 points. And it's your turn, Tim and Willie, to, to do a final charade on your side. Here, once again, is the board 
enabling our audience to applaud. And this time, Tim and Willie Sherrard is How Green Was My Valley? How Green Was My Valley? And the voice has told you at home. So, uh, will you tell Graham and Barry if it's a play or a film or a book or a what? The book, play and film. Uh, I've only seen the film, but that may not be a clue. I think it's a book as well, isn't it? No idea. Oh, that's another clue. And how many words? <laughs> how many uh, words? Five. Okay. Oh, what ho, Jeeves, you're looking a, a bit off colour. I've been feeling a little queer, sir. Oh, that would explain it. <laughs> Barry and Graham, will you try and guess the answer to... Does Woodhouse have any... Um, no. No, what uh, a pretty idea, though. Mm. Butler. Thank you. Butler. Jeeves. Um, butler. butler, servant. Footman. What the butler saw. Footman, tweeny. It isn't butler. No. The operative word. No. 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 He's retired now. In these well, five words. <laughs> Feeling a little queer got anything to do with it? Anything at all? That's very yes. colour in a funny sort of way. Yes, you're ripple. looking a bit off colour. Colour? Oh, oh okay. a ripple. Ah. Ah. Does a, a colour feature in the title? Ah, <laughs> uh, the red butler. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, the blue. Black. Green. Ah, green five words. How green was my valet? Yeah. <laughs> and having come to the, other, the end of another series of charades, eight-week series of charades, we come on to another, a new game. Now, in this round, we're going to play a game that's called hide-and-seek. And for this, Willie Rushton is going to hide, and the other panellists will count up to ten, shout coming, and then see if they can find it. <laughs> The audience can help again this time by telling them when they're warm. So you three, start counting. One, two, two three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Coming! Ready or not? Ready or not? Willie, wherever you are, will you shout cooey? Cooey. <laughs> there he is. Ah. Nice. Found him. Found him. Oh. That's set radio back 30 years. You peaked, didn't you? peaked. Only a little Which leaves thing. us absolutely nothing for it but to go on hastily to the next round. Which is the one we call Adlib Poem. Here's another poem coming up. Everybody knows now how this goes. The team make up a poem. Each member must, start, uh, must keep going until I press the buzzer and then, you know, all that business. And they take over from each other. <laughs> I have to say that we have had a lot of uh, complaints from uh, listeners about the uh, degree of uh, lewdness which has crept into this round over the weeks. 
In order to help you uh, fall into the pitfalls that I've been describing, I'm going to give you not only the opening line, but the opening line and a half, oh. which should make it easier. And Willie Rush... No, he's not. No. Graham Garden oh. is going to start this one off. Graham. Yes, sir. And your line and a half, which you have to complete to get the poem underway, is as follows. A vision of loveliness she was, shaped like an hourglass. <laughs> Fifty-two inches round the chest, <laughs> 52 inches round the chest but the rest of her was a farce <laughs> she had a comely figure some would say and others not personally I found the chest a bit much but I was fairly attached to her bot <laughs> She was a funny lady, a governess of note. <clears throat> when I say governess, I mean a lady who runs a tote. <laughs> Nurse. <laughs> Nurse, I want to go to bed again. <laughs> when I say the tote, that's the place where you bet on horses. Oh, thank goodness. <laughs> At race courses, they are found. Oh, yes, I said race courses. <laughs> you bet upon a horse, you see. You place a wager there. On the horse that you most fancy. I say the colour of its hair. The way it looks. The way it sports when wandering round the paddock. <laughs> Well, then again, you might go home and have a nice plate of boiled haddock. <laughs> now, haddock is a cunning fish, <laughs> as anglers all do know. For if you try and bait your hook with worm or slug or dough and drop it in the briny deep a haddock for to catch... Good, that wasn't it. Yeah, excellent. <laughs> Wish I'd stayed awake. With luck, <laughs> you might catch one or more luck, a batch. Of haddock I am talking of. <laughs> <laughs> In words so strange and puerile. <laughs> don't, hum, don't. <laughs> but haddocks, they're a canny fish to fry or even to... Stew a while, stew, stew, or stew even while, stew, while, stew, stew, stew yeah. while y you are waiting for the pan to sizzle. When you fancy a tasty meal in sunshine or in drizzle, you sit at home, your buds salivate, you think, oh, what a nosh. When it comes to horse racing, haddocks will not wash. <laughs> <laughs> to put your money on a fish, in, say, the National or the Derby. <laughs> Do you remember an actress whose name is Fanny Carby? <laughs> Only incidental, but she doesn't bet on fish. <laughs> but Haddock fans will be glad to hear about another dish. <laughs> anyway, that's Buck, by the way. And back to fishy things. Imagine, imagine you are out at sea. Wearing water wings. 
And suddenly a swordfish comes and pierces wings <laughs> so fast. You try to swim to shore, fortunately clinging to a mast. The mast has come from yonder ship, a <laughs> ship I spy afar. But I've just had a thought that did occur a few moments when I stood outside the door ajar. Those who say you can't bet on fish, I beg and plead that you hark. If you can't bet on fish, then how can you explain Haydock Park? <laughs> Yeah, Barry, that makes you the outright, outright winner of that round. And <clears throat> we go on to the blues, where uh, oh, each oh. team will give the other a topic for a blues, which they then improvise, making up the words, especially those of the first line, completely out of their heads. Accompanied by Colin Sell, the piano. He hasn't done much in this round, but don't worry, because the Musicians' Union rate includes danger money and a pension for premature old age. Tim and Willie, you're going to sing first, oh, and right. therefore... Yeah. Graham and Barry, will you give them a, a, a subject? Um, yes. Well, we, we thought it might be quite droll to essay the Telesavallis blues. Essay it, essay it. Telesavallis. Telesavallis. Shall I wake up the This will come as no surprise to some of you. I woke up this morning <laughs> thinking a blues about boring, balding telesavallas. Oh, that's a hard one. Sorry, <laughs> I'd rather sing a blues about Grace Kelly. Yeah. I hope you'll beg my pardon. During the Grand Prix de Monte Carlo, she said. There are Ferraris at the bottom of our garden. <laughs> yes, very good. Graham and Barry, your turn to sing now, and Tim and Willie, you'll give them their topic, please. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, Je sens frontière. Oui. Thank you. Oui. Oh. Ce matin, et je juge sans frontière. Encore une fois, bis, bis. Je me réveille ce matin et je juge sans frontière. And if you can't understand that, I'll get Eddie Waring to translate. I'll get Eddie Heavens, Eddie! <laughs> <laughs> which leaves us uh, with not a moment to spare at the last round, which is where I sit back and enjoy <coughs> the team's various <laughs> suggestions for the late arrivals at the estate agent's ball. 
Here come the zoompings, and they're whopping great and goth zooping. <laughs> Very welcome, please, Mr. and Mrs. Detached, and their son, Sammy Detached. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. Jejoining, and their son, Gary Jejoining. <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. Cottages and their son Terry's Cottages, with of course men, with of course many possibilities. Kindly restrain your contempt for Mr. and Mrs. Two Down and their idiot son Twerp Two Down. <laughs> Hot from Ethiopia. Not surprisingly. <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. Desirable Residence and their son, Highly Desirable <laughs> A visitor from the Builder's Ball. Right. Mr. and Mrs. Bilt and their son, Jerry. <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. Ningroom and their daughter, Di. <laughs> or indeed, the Tingrooms and their daughter, Betsy Tingroom. <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. Singsout and their comely daughter, Faye, known to us all as Desirable Sight, Faye Singsout. <laughs> Silence, please, for Mr. and Mrs. Sitter's fees that you always forget and their son, Solly Sitter's fees that you always forget. <laughs> At this point, ladies and gentlemen, in response... Will you also withhold your right of veto? <laughs> and welcome, Mr. and Mrs. O'Paintle put it right. <laughs> Their son, <laughs> Alec O'Paint, will put it right. Oh. In response to despairing glances from the teams, <laughs> the moment when I wind up the programme. Welcome, please, will you? Mr. and Mrs. Property that will suit you perfectly. There's one born every minute. And their son, I have a property that will suit you perfectly. <laughs> And also, while you're in the mood, <laughs> which I can see you're not, please raise both your hands and clap Mr. and Mrs. Eel for couple with children and their daughter Ida Eel for couple oh. with children. Which point? And will you also welcome a little Mr. and Mrs. Doze and their daughter from the continent, French Win. <laughs> In response to despairing glances from the audience, it <laughs> has come for me to wind up the programme this week. We shall see you again next week. So, from all of us, goodbye. Barry Cryer, Graham Garden, Tim Brooke Taylor, and William Rushton were being given silly things to do by Humphrey Littleton, with Colin Sell setting some of them to music. The programme was produced by Simon Brett. Thank <laughs> you.